kind to me for the first episode. This, this, this ain't, let me take a drink. Let me take a drink before I go ahead and do all the intro stuff. Hold on one second. Welcome to the I Know You Lie podcast. I cannot believe that I'm finally doing it. Like I've been wanting to do a podcast for such a really long time. And I finally got the name, got the vibe, the I Know You Lying podcast. And I am your new homegirl, Shay from Around the Way. So thank you so much for uh, joining me. Um, I am like super nervous, super shy to talk to you for whatever reason. But I got so much shit to say. That's what's so crazy about it. So just a little intro about myself. I am everybody's homegirl. But I'm not everybody's homegirl because I am not biased, right? I'm one of them homegirls that people, you know, they either really, really love or they fall out with. They fall out with me because they're calling me judgy or whatever. But it's just that I'm going to tell the truth. Um, so, you know, if you need advice, you have thoughts, opinions, you know, you'll get what I'm saying. But just introduce myself. Um, I'm Pisces. I'm 36. I'm married. No kids. I have a dog. And, you know, I am a cool person to be around. I don't know how these people do it when they be talking to their cameras and nobody's in front of them. Like that is a gift. Let's just start there. Um, so outside of this, I manage people that do this, right? I'm a talent manager. I'm a creative. I have so many ideas that I swirl around this head and I share and they execute. Um, but I also work a nine to five. So you know, I believe in multiple streams of income and, you know, the nine to five got to stay until, you know, the entertainment world does what it's supposed to do, you know, and pay big. So, you know, that's kind of like my life, um, the basic part of my life, right? Just like the bullet points. But um, I'm just so excited to be on here doing it scared and really, really getting to know the people out there in the world and just being able to congregate and have great conversations about shit I like to talk about. Um, you know, and just to kind of kick it off, like, I feel like I have a lot of experience. I've done, you know, all types of jobs, right? I've been around all types of people. I've lived in multiple states. So I'm from North Carolina. And originally, but I also like to say that I'm from Maryland. So I grew up in the projects in North Carolina. And on the other side, you know, I grew up in the palace in Maryland. My dad was in the military um, for 21 years, stationed in Maryland for 17 years. And then I mean, my mother, you know, my good girl, I love her. Um, but she, you know, we was on the struggle bus on that end. So I know what, you know, the paper food stamps look like and the Medicaid card, but I also know what TRICARE is and, you know, Disney World. So I'm like, I feel like I'm well-rounded because of that. 
because I had all the experience. Um, then I worked a million jobs, right? So I started working at 14 and it was a clothing store. And let me tell y'all, the reason why I started working at this clothing store is because, you know, when you can get a discount on clothes, but they had some stuff in there that I could be real fast with. For example, they had these things called the scratch and sniff thongs, y'all. I know. I know. Do not be judgmental. <laughs> I was pressed about the snatch, uh, the smell of the sniff and scratch uh, thongs. And, you know, that was just my way of being able to, like, get them and sneak them. Nobody know nothing about it. And so, you know, I, um, and then they had some other stuff, obviously, there, that, you know, that was in there that I like. But, you know, they had a lot of cool stuff that I was like, oh, this is going to impress the boys if, I, if I'm able to get this. So I literally went to the counter. I was like, you know, how old do you have to be when, you know, to work here? And they said, oh, 14 and a half, you can work here. Um, but you can only work a certain amount of hours. You just need a worker's permit. So I'm like, all right, bet, cool. You know, how much money do you make? And they told me how much money I would make. So I'm like, okay, this is a win-win. So I can take that money, buy myself some cool clothes. Because I didn't really like the way that my mom and dad shop for me. So I'm like, you know, I just need to be able to kind of buy my own stuff and, you know, have my own style. I've always liked my own style. And I'll get to that more later, you know, in episodes of, you know, how I've always marched to the beat of my own damn drum. Um, and a lot of those times that I was marching to the beat of my drum, my mother was right. But, you know, shit happens. So with that being said, um, I really wanted to, I really, really, really wanted to get, you know, some of this cool stuff. So I ended up doing an application, got the job, y'all. And the first thing that I bought was some damn snatch, uh, 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 scratch. I keep wanting to say snatch because my mama should have snatched my ass up when she saw it. But um, the scratch and sniff thongs. They had all types of flavors. They had like the strawberry. They had um, like a citrus scratch and sniff. But there was this one, the banana. Now... I'm trying to be clever. I get all the flavors, including the banana. Now, the thing about the banana ones is that they actually looked better than the other ones. They were red, and then they had like the, you know, bananas all over them. And I thought they were so cute. So I'm thinking like, you know, I'm about to be super impressive. You know, I'm not even thinking about who will scratch and sniff my underwear at the time, but I was just, super pressed to have them thinking you know maybe they're gonna get a little sneak peek and yeah i don't know I, the smell wasn't even strong enough that somebody standing behind you nobody's gonna stop they would actually literally have to be up on the underwear and they're not gonna be up on my 14 year old panties um but with that being said um i um was pressed so i got them and that happened to be the damn pair that my mama found the way she got into me, y'all. The way she made me feel so dumb for wanting to smell like a damn banana. Not a banana pudding, but a banana. Was so embarrassing. And I feel like, you know, if I, if I recall correctly, I feel like she said it loud enough for other people to hear. 
she didn't mind embarrassing me. She was not very discreet. She was very private, but not discreet, okay? She would tell my business in a heartbeat. If I did something wrong, she didn't mind run, going to run and tell that. But it's because she was seeking advice, too, from an unbiased friend to, you know, let her know what to do with me. Her fast child out here buying banana thongs. So, needless to say, she went off like, why the hell would you want to, to uh, go around smelling like a damn banana? Why are you putting on thongs? I mean, she, she went in. And she just made me feel like a complete dud for purchasing scratch and sniff underwear. Then when she asked me the question, well, who's scratching and sniffing the underwear? I had no viable answer. I was like, um, me. So you bought the underwear to scratch and sniff yourself. I just want my, I just want my, my private parts to smell good. So you want, so are you not taking a bath? Like, what are you doing that you need to wear banana underwear to make your private parts smell? Like, but the questions made me sound dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber. So I had to let it go. So I need to say, I, you know, no more scratch, scratch and sniff underwear for me, period. I don't do those. I'm traumatized by my experience of thinking that that was a cool thing. And it was actually really, really dumb. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I've been working a really, 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 really long time. Um, I've worked in call centers. I've, I was a chemist. People always trip out when I say, oh, I was a chemist. I, I was for a pharmaceutical company with no degree. Um, I worked as a server at Cracker Barrel. Oh, I worked at McDonald's. But I don't know if my McDonald's experience really count because I only worked for McDonald's for a week. And, you know, y'all don't even believe why I got fired. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm sure y'all want to know. Why you get fired from McDonald's? Who gets fired from McDonald's in a week? Did you steal money? No, I didn't steal no money. Um, did I get in the fight? Absolutely not. I got fired, y'all. So let me explain. Let me let me skate back before I tell you the exact reason why I got fired. So I was a McDonald's scholar my first my you know what? It wasn't the first week, maybe it was the second week I got fired. Anywho, I had training for all of a day and I did so well that they put me on drive-thru. Now for all the McDonald's workers out there, they know you gotta have drive-thru gone like it within a time frame. If you can run it real quickly and get it in and out, like you are a drive-thru scholar. So I was working the drive-thru, doing my thing, watching my clock, making sure I get these orders in and out. And so I had somebody um, who ordered a bunch of McDoubles. Now at the time, the McDoubles were a dollar. Real cheap. So if you had five dollars, you get five burgers. So you know you had to have five. I think the tax on it was six cents. So you need five dollars and thirty cents, right? Um, but you you get five sandwiches. So this person ordered probably probably about seven or eight sandwiches, and two of them they ordered just like I like to eat it. They ordered it. Um, I think at the time it was like extra ketchup and mustard, add mac sauce. I don't really eat it like that no more, but that's how I really loved it back then. 
So they get these orders and then they did not have enough money. I think the person may have asked the person behind them to, you know, for their money, for their $2. And that person didn't have it. And so I guess the person in the back seat thought that the person in the front seat was going to be treating for these dollar burgers. And they were like, you're going to have to put those back. Now, McDonald's policy is you have to take the sandwiches or whatever food that, you know, people have to send back or whatever. You have to throw that food away. You have to waste it. And you would think that they are going into the trash can and counting these sandwiches to figure out what was considered to be damaged. Um, but that's not what they do. They literally just, it just goes from, from your hand to the trash to the dumpster. Nobody's weighing the, the weighing the trash or anything like that. So they, you know, get, so I, I never give them the sandwiches. They told me just take the two sandwiches off. So I said, which ones? They told me which ones. Take the ones that have the mac sauce on them. I take those ones off. And, you know, my soul would not let me throw them damn sandwiches in the trash. I said, these are sandwiches. They just like I like them. It's a waste. McDonald's like, why would you want me to throw this out? I'm a worker. I'm not going to do that. Now, I made an executive decision to eat the sandwiches. Let me explain why. I ate the sandwiches because... One, they were made the way that I like them. Two, um, I had seen the manager eat sandwiches and make sandwiches on the damn grill. So I'm like, okay, so we can eat here. That's that's and that's what I'm saying in my mind. Like, oh, we can eat here. Like this is this is something that we can do. So I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna throw this in the trash. They, it's no big deal. I go right in the break room. I don't hide myself eating them. I'm eating the sandwiches. The next day, I come into work and the manager calls me over to the booth to sit down so she needs to talk to me. And she said that, um, you know, no need to clock in. I'm gonna have to turn my shirts in because they have to let me go for violating the food policy. Now, I would have been okay if the person that had let me go, if the person that had let me go was the skinny manager with the mustache, I would have been okay. Right. But it was the fact that it was the real big one. Okay. And shout out to my plus size women. I'm plus size. Don't get it twisted. I'm voluptuous. But I'm just saying. I just want y'all to visualize what I'm saying. It was the the plus size woman who I had just seen make food breakfast on the grill for herself. I've seen her take pies and put them in a bag to take them home. You're the leader. You should be being a good example. How are you gonna fire me for the same thing that you're doing? 
I didn't order. I, listen, I didn't go and make my own order. I just didn't throw an order away. So, I, of course, I said what I said because that's what I do. I said what I said. And, you know, she said that, you know, I'm new here. You know, um, I seem to think that, you know, I can, you know, do whatever I want to do. And they just do not want to, you know, they can't have someone stealing sandwiches. Essentially what she said. So, needless to say, McDonald's. Thank you for firing me. You know, I don't know. I don't know why I thought that I was going to have a franchise by the time I finished working there. Um, but I'm, I'm grateful. Thank you for letting me go. Because I, I just can't even see it. I don't even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want a McDonald's franchise. To be honest, I would go with Chick-fil-A. They're friendlier. But it's neither here or there. And I mean, I would change some things about Chick-fil-A too, to be clear. But... I would rather do like edible arrangements, Chick-fil-A, outside of McDonald's. So, yeah, that was the story about, you know, that job. But outside of that, you know, I just, I've always wanted to be a creative. And so that's kind of the lane that I'm in now. You know, marketing, you know, managing, you know, things that I can kind of, you know, have a lot more control of the outcome. So, yeah, I find that fun. But in other news, you know, I I like to consider myself just a, an, an ultimate hustler. Um, hopefully, you know, the hustle doesn't have to go until I'm 100, okay? Until I'm 50, 60. I want to be vacationing by a certain time. So, you know, I got a little time, I'm 36. And, you know, I have the advantage of having my freedom um, to do, you know, the things that I want to do. Because I have a very supportive husband. So, thank God for that. So, let's get into some celebrity news, child. Let's see what's going on out here in the world. So, I had seen something, you know, earlier. Give me a second. Let me pull it up. So, let me just let me just talk about this real quick. Somebody threw uh, their two-year-old a birthday party, and the character that they chose to use was not Tickle Me Elmo. Um, it wasn't Coco Melon. It wasn't Gabby's Dollhouse, Peppa the Pig. It was Krishan from, you know, the, the couple, Blueface and Krishan, right? Krishan Rock. I'm trying to figure out, is her baby like a wrestler? You know, is she rough around the edges? Like, what would possess you to throw a birthday party for your two-year-old? Mirrored after Krishan Rock. Now, make no mistake, you know, I wish that little baby girl well. Um, it seems like she loves the Lord. She just have a lot of demons that she's fighting. Um, but at the same time, I just can't see myself throwing my two-year-old, my five-year-old, my 10-year-old, my 15-year-old, my 20-year-old, 
a birthday party mirrored after Krishan Rock, right? What, what in the hell would motivate you to want that for your two-year-old? Like this, this girl seems like she's going through a lot. Like I am a big believer in like, you know, you got to speak life into some things and you have to cast some things out. I would not want them spirits hopping over to my two-year-old. Because let me tell you something. If the Krishan, the real Krishan, get up into your two-year-old, she body slamming you at three. Period. She's sticking her fingers and everything all in your food. I mean, she going to slap you and, and then going to dare your ass to hit her back. Like, I don't understand why this person did that. And they went all out, okay? Like, they went all out. It was the 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 potato chip bags, you know how they wrap the bags or whatever, um, the juice, you know, the t-shirt. I'm like, do you have your baby watching, you know, Bad Girls Club or Baddies on Zeus? Like, what? why Why did we do that? Why did we do that? And so, you know, um, shout out to the Neighborhood Talk for posting that. So I was looking at the comments, you know, um, and somebody was like, well, she did this in hopes of Krishan seeing this and reaching out to her for something. This is all about the mother, not the little girl. I agree that it's definitely about the mother and not the little girl. Like, I mean, but did we give her what she wanted because she was definitely posted, you know, on the blogs? So is she, is Krishan going to reach out to her? Like, what she's going to ask her to be the godmother? Like, what, what is the result of that? Um, you know... Somebody was like, maybe she just really liked her song. She probably don't know who Krishan literally is. Um, but, oh, hold up. Wait a minute. In all caps, somebody said, actually, this is a smart influencer who knew this would go viral. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, people are really having babies and pawning their kids for social media in order to go viral. You know, like, there is, like, you know, what I asked for versus what I got. You know, you're asking for this Instagram baby that's always perfect, always clean, dressed fashionable. You know, you are making them look like little fashion over influencers. And then, you know, what you got at home is like a crying baby that's frustrated because you keep trying to take 50,000 pictures of them in a pose that is not even appropriate for their age. Like they should be enjoying Coco Melon and you know, all these other things and you're too focused on going viral and getting followers, you know, instead of getting money and setting your kids up for success. You should be trying to make sure, you know, that these damn, um, these savings accounts are lit, you know, these college funds are lit or entrepreneur accounts, whatever, you know, you think that your child, you know, is going to do. You know, should, should be preparing them for that, not for your viral moment. Um, I don't know that Krishan is going to pay you or, or give your baby a birthday gift because you used her as the face of your two-year-old's birthday party, the baby girl. I think you need to roll that one back. That 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 made no sense. So that is definitely I I know you lie moment. Um 
that that makes that makes some sense. That makes some sense. So my unbiased opinion, throw it away, throw it away. Um, next time, get to Camille or something, you know, something like that. Um, in other news, Black China has finally, you know, what? Well, first of all, not Black China, Angela White. Um, Angela has really, you know, been doing a really, really good job with changing her life around. And recently she posted a degree, um, a doctorate for liberal arts. And a lot of people were like up and on saying she paid for it. She did something wrong. And my whole thing is, is that no matter how she got the degree, it's hers. It has her name on it. I don't know why people are really going crazy um, about it, like let it go. And so, you know, this lady, um, she used to be on Love & Hip Hop, but she um, was like, no, she she lying, she lying. Um, this is, you know, she paid for this degree, blah, blah, blah. And so then Black China like responds with, you know, the definition of an honorary doctorate. Now, Angela, I was riding with you all the way to the end. I was riding when you posted it. You didn't say honorary in front of that. And I and I I even commented under the neighborhood talks post and said, you know, she has a degree in liberal arts, not theology. I was really holding it down for you in that space. But what I will say is, girl, I know you lie. Why you ain't just tell us it was honorary from the get go? You let us think that you was actually going to school and went to school and you was like preparing for this degree in the background while all of us were still focused on your past. I don't agree with that, Black China. You should have told us it was honorary. You know, like if, you, if you're going to post it, you know, let people know. Let people know. Like we're following your journey. I'm super proud of you. Um, I've had a chance to chat with you when you were on the Clubhouse platform. I bought your lashed lip gloss when it was at one cent. I do not buy other people's lip kits and things like that because I super support, you know, what you've done as a black woman. I feel like you did it first um, and then other people capitalized off of it. But neither here nor there, the thing is, is that I am here for all the positive changes. You, Alexis Skye, um, and anybody else that's like giving their life to Christ and just forging a whole new path. But you definitely should have told us, girl. That the degree was honorary. You know, that, that, you can't hiccup that. You gotta do that. You gotta put honorary doctor degree. Like, you know, <laughs> Tyrese and um, Jay Holiday and um, Tank was talking about that on their podcast about the honorary degree. And, you know, like Tyrese says, there's some people that earned their degree and there's some people that were handed their degree. And, you know, there's a difference. And Tank was like, well, you know, actually, it's when you work in the field and of of the, the where the degree, you know, what it states, whatever, you know, you got bachelor's of the arts or whatever, honorary doctorate of the arts. Um, so he was like, no, you know, I did the field work. And so Tyrese did like a whole little snooze on my, <laughs> I thought that that was hilarious. But Tank, to your point. You definitely put that work in, dear. But that degree ain't got nothing to do with that. 
they just want to honor you, you know, want you to be a part of their culture. I don't think that the degree really has a lot to do with the work. Or at least, you know, Black Chinese. Because, I mean, well, liberal arts, you know, it depends on how you define liberal arts. Maybe she did earn it. She was a top earner at one point, you know, on the platform. So, I don't know. You know, I would love to know what other people think about the honorary doctorate degree. Degrees. Degrees. I'm so country. What do y'all think about the honorary doctorate degrees? I really want to know. Tap in. Let me know. Um, do y'all feel like y'all wasting y'all time? You should just get famous and get one. I don't know. Um, in other news... Y'all, it was really a slow news week, but as slow as the news was, there's some stuff, there was some funny stuff out there, like some little sneak peeks, right? So, shout out to Akbar. She's another girl who's changing her life, and you know, she secured um, a move, a role in a movie. You know, Candy, her cousin, is supporting her. Shout out to Candy. Went to the Escape concert. Thank you for the tickets. It was amazing. Um, but Akbar was like, you know, she made a little comment um, on Twitter. And she was like, y'all around here going on these internet reality shows, making a fool of y'all sales for nothing. A app. It ain't bringing y'all nothing. They don't even have security guards for y'all. This is crazy. And so then somebody posted a, a video of her fighting when she was on reality and said, is this you? Here's the thing, guys. When we're making our life changes, we cannot judge others. What we have to do is say, hey, from my experience, this is not good. This is not cool. But you can't go and be like, y'all go around here doing this. Like you, When you hit that y'all, then you kind of exclude yourself. From the conversation. And it's a conversation that you were once a part of, honey. You was out here doing the same thing. So, I I, I know you lied, Akbar. You can't be out here, like, you know, coming for the girls. You know, you can educate them based on your experience. But, like, you can't really just go out there and just be shutting them down. Like, they're trying to make it seem like you ain't never done it before. Because you have. Um... On multiple occasions, on multiple, you know, seasons of a show. So, I really just, you know, the bottom line is I just want everybody to just kind of, you know, make sure that they are sticking to the facts of the matter before they start spewing out their feelings. And, you know, it's a wrap from there. Uh, you know, I don't have much to say. I've been chit-chatted and ran my mouth for the 31 minutes. And this is episode one, right? Take two. Episode one, take one was wild. I had to delete it. Um, I had some folks in my background saying some things that I don't normally say. Yeah, I, I know y'all gonna try to judge me because I have not touched this alcohol. Listen, I'm not really a big drinker, but I do enjoy wine, right? Hence the wine wall. Um, but when I'm running my mouth, sometimes I just seem to just forget to drink. But the good thing is that I didn't need the drink to get through this first episode. So 
I thank you guys for tuning in to the I Know You Blind podcast. And it'll get better with time, guys. Like, don't judge me, you know, for not having it perfect this episode. But I feel that the more that we do this together, you know, let your homegirl know what I need to do better. And I will make sure that I keep you guys updated and in the know, you know. And I, and I will be that honest homegirl that you don't have in your life. All right. Well, good night, good day, happy Friday, and I'll talk to y'all later.